What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sports presented by Deep Dive Sports. I'm your host, Nick. And today we're going to go over an arrangement of episodes. Um, you'll either be hearing this episode all as one or, or I might break it up so you guys can listen to a bunch of like uh, little mini episodes and, and maybe digest it a little bit better than an hour long episode. <laughs> so because we do meet every other week, there is a lot to talk about that goes on in the sporting world. So all right, we're going to go ahead and finish the show with our double take segment. If you guys don't know what it is, pretty much we just go around and, uh, you know, say one or two things that, that we that we want to talk about. It could be anything. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, with Evan. We'll go Evan, Dom, David, and then myself. And uh, and then we'll go back around if everybody has something else. So, yes, yeah, so we're talking about um, we were just talking about the WNBA season finishing up. Um, and we were talking a lot about the Las Vegas Aces, but the Connecticut Sun we're also uh, the other team in that finals and something I want to bring up. And I don't know if many of our listeners know this. I didn't know this until I kind of stumbled upon it randomly um, is that uh, the Connecticut sun general manager and coach Kurt Miller, um, two really interesting facts about him. First of all, he's a, he's an alumnus of Baldwin wall, one Baldwin Wallace university, um, which is where uh, all three of us on the podcast today uh, went to school which I did not know until I was Wikipedia and stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Four all four of us. <laughs> all four of us. Um, I wasn't counting myself in there, <laughs> but we're all, all four of us went to school. So I just stumbled upon that one day and I was like, this That's is pretty awesome. cool. Um, and then in terms of just his leadership as well, he's also the first openly gay male coach of a professional sports team. Um, so I think that, you know, obviously takes a lot of courage to, to be able to come out and, and be, a professional male coach um, in a major sport. And so uh, all, all this to say, I'm super rooting for the Connecticut Sun. Um, they've been they've been up there at the top of the league standings the past couple of years. They haven't been able to get up, up over that hump, but I'm hoping that Kurt Miller and the Sun um, are able to get that championship, you know, maybe next year, maybe the year after. Um, it's going to be tough because the league is just getting better and better, as you said, Nick, but hoping that uh, our fellow Yellow Jacket, Kurt Miller, is able to get that. Uh, lift that trophy in the next few years it's really cool to know like now now I'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be rooting for the the connecticut suns to to win next year even though even though i wouldn't be mad if if the aces repeated because i yeah i don't know that's tough i, I just kind of like the league as a whole like i said i think there's so much talent it's really fun to watch and and those that's really cool i didn't know that that's awesome i'll have to like look into that and that's pretty cool so if anybody else to listen that went to bw there you go cool things that our alumni are doing. <laughs> so, um, Dom, do you have one thing? Um, well, the MLB season is winding down. Uh, playoffs start in the next couple of weeks here. Um, the hometown Cleveland Guardians, they got a 90% chance of making the playoffs, according to ESPN. Um, kind of surprised and, and proud about that. They were a team that was supposed to be rebuilding, and they're mm-hmm. – you know, they got a magic number to win the division. It's less than 20 games. I think it's at 13. Um, super proud of the team. I think they, they're a young team. They fight hard. They represent the city well. Um, and I'm excited for the here and um, like the here and now of their team and the future of the team too. Yeah. I mean, I think they, they caught fire at the right time. And I think they, they got a little help from the rest of the division being kind of bad but i do think that they're they're a good young team and i agree with you i think their future looks amazing and i don't know how they keep doing it 
but I know like a few years ago, they, they kind of tore it down a little bit and then all those young players surprised everybody. And, you know, they had that, you know, six or seven year run where they were, they were a pretty solid playoff team. Um, this front made- office is amazing at not only winning trades by, you know, being able to identify young players on other teams that they want to trade for, um, but getting the most out of the players that they trade away, but also developing players that they draft. It's mm-hmm. they, they know, where they kind of fit market-wise in the baseball world, they know they're not going to attract big free agent talent. So if they want to compete, they need to develop. And I think mm-hmm. they're some of the best at doing that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I definitely see that being, you know, down here in Columbus watching, you know, the Clippers play a decent amount. Like there, you, you can see the talent even even at that level, you know what I mean? How how good that talent is is kind of starting to grow and, and become and, and seeing that like some of those guys, I'm like, yeah, they're definitely going to make it to, to the next level at some point. So it's definitely interesting. And, and I agree that they're one of the best in the league at developing talent because they have to. So what's what I think is most impressive about this team. I'll make this quick. This team not only is the youngest team in major league baseball, but if they were all, if this team was in triple A, they'd be the youngest triple A team as well. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, I'm I'm rooting for them. I'm hoping for good things. So, I mean, maybe they'll make a deep run. Who knows? This this is definitely yeah. like a, a a Cleveland kind of story if they make a deep run and, and win the World Series or something like that. So it'll be pretty fun. But uh, David, what's your uh, first thing? So I'm still in the hunt for a new job, um, but for the time being, I'm going to be doing some DoorDash myself, uh, just to do something, just to get some money. And uh, so, yeah. How far are you willing to drive on those deliveries, bud? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna order a pizza from up there. You're going to drive it two hours? <laughs> you, better, you better give them one hell of a tip. Yeah, I, I'm going to say I'm, I'm expecting a decent amount of money. I'm I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you a nice slap on the booty and an otta boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe let them play some access football for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'll play some. I'll play some Madden with them. <laughs> well, for my first thing, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I saw a video of telephone booth boxing. Basically, yeah. Basically, it looks like it's out of maybe like Russia or Ukraine, somewhere in that area. Um, and basically, they built like a telephone booth. Like it's it's definitely more of like a, a metal cage telephone booth, but it is just as small as a regular telephone booth. And they put two guys in there and they just are wailing on each other. And the one the one clearly goes to sleep. And I, I, I don't know. It it seems like it'd be interesting to watch for a little bit. But then I feel like it might get you might just be like, all right, this is this is kind of intense. <laughs> so I don't know. But that's it seems kind of fun. It'd be fun to like put two people in there that you don't like and want to watch beat the crap out of each other. That might be fun. So I don't know, maybe it'll make its way over here and, and we'll see some telephone booth boxing. <laughs> um, I will go ahead and throw it around. If you guys have another thing you want to talk about, if not, uh, we can come back to me. I got one more thing. I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing. Alrighty. Well, I guess for um, the last thing, and, you know, I'm going to, you know, hurt some of you guys who are, are Browns fans with this. But this past weekend, 
as you know, you guys know the the Browns lost the Jets, and there was a stat that was put out there that basically teams that were leading by 13 points with um, less than two minutes to go in the game, they had won the game the last 2,229 times, and the last team to do that um, was the Browns. Was the Browns in 2001 when they lost against the the Bears? So. I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting stat. You know, the Browns setting records, whether they're good or bad. Steelers lost two. Hey, I'm not. I'm just. But the Steelers didn't set a stat like this. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, hey, if you're going to throw shade. Listen, the, throw back. Mitchell Trubisky is not money Mitch. All right. As much as I want him to, you know, Ohio guy, as much as I want him to do good. But also that offensive line. Booty cheeks, ass waters, as uh, our friend Austin would say. But honestly, I can't even complain about it because Joe Burrow is on pace to have like uh, get sacked a hundred times this year. So that poor man. Well, is just... his offensive line is a used Band-Aid, a half a bag of Doritos, and a half a Twinkie. So I don't know what you expect of them. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how you spend seventy million dollars on your offensive line and it. It's like literally the turnstiles at Disneyland. Like I just don't. I don't understand. Like. People are getting in like they have free passes to freaking I, – I don't know. Look at, look at their offensive line coach. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just one thing I, I remembered um, as you were talking. I guess mine will be a double WNBA take, I guess. Um, but I remembered I was listening to a podcast um, that was talking about the WNBA finals and kind of like we're doing, encouraging people to watch it. Um, and a quote that really stuck out to me was like, essentially when you're watching NBA, when you're playing basketball and when you're watching the NBA, those are almost like two different sports. Like, I don't know how many of you guys are playing pickup and people are dunking on you and throwing alley-oops, but uh, not super often. So the quote was kind of like, I really, and I agree with this. I really like watching the WNBA because it's the same brand of basketball that you could play. These players are way more talented than any of us could ever be, but it's that same brand. It's not where, you know, um, not everyone in the league is can jump, uh, you know, 40 feet or 40 inches in the air um, and dunk on everyone. Not everyone is over six feet tall uh, and six feet's not considered short, you know? So um, yeah, it's just, I just found that interesting where, you know, WNBA is like the highest brand of like, almost like pick up basketball or like basketball that, anyone under like college men's basketball would, would play. So I found that interesting. Yeah. A little bit more of a, I guess, attainable thing to maybe, to maybe watch and stuff like that. But like I said before, I do think, I do think the athletic side of the game is, is catching up. You know, I do think in the next couple of years, you're going to see um, more and more women come into the league who are just phenomenal athletes and at some point, you're going to see somebody who's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, just rise up and yam it on somebody. And it, it, it's going to set it's going to set the world on fire. So it's going to be really fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's already like a sophomore out of Canada who is 6'2". And there's videos of her just rising up and dunking on people in high school. So, you know, I can only imagine with a little bit of training, a little bit more hard work, and maybe she grows a little bit more. Um, what she can do at the next level. And that's just going to be fun to watch. So, but yeah, like I said, guys, that's pretty much all I got. This is a, a good episode, a, a little bit more, um, 
fun than than the one we did before this but uh i appreciate you guys all coming on i appreciate everybody listening to it and and like i said earlier this is uh let's talk sports it was in by deep dive sports i'm nick uh your host and you know we'll we'll catch you on the next one thank you for listening to another deep dive sports show make sure to follow deep.dive.sports on facebook instagram and twitter and you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow our YouTube channel for more amazing content. Lastly, make sure you leave us a comment. We love hearing what you have to say. And as always, until next time, you guys, sports listeners.